This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Ooh, baby, we got a wild one for you this week. Wild. Or I've done that before. Wide open spaces. Oh, yeah. I like that. Okay, we talk about what it's like to have a TikTok account and why you choose to share certain things. Yes, we also discuss my monkeypox rash. I don't have monkeypox. It's from the vaccine. And additionally, we discuss the Emmys of it. I talk shit about the Apple Store again. Won't be the last time. Well, enjoy. Enjoy. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is two one three. Okay, five three six nine one eight zero. Our email is lovysecondspotatgmail.com. Now on with the show. How you saw you do a little fuck you, nasty little fuck you, dirty little fuck you, stupid little fuck. Follow us lovysecond with big derp room. Me ball, me ball, and that's big derper. I like your Friday energy because your Friday energy is the kind of energy I have all the time. Which is like, it's the day that stuff is happening for you. Mm-hmm. And you're always like, okay, well, uh, it either happens by now or just, uh, it's not going to happen at all. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's me about everything. You're like, I'm also, walking out. And you're like, well, not everyone's on your schedule, babe. I'm leaving, boo. But I also am in a weird space because this is, one, my whole life is falling apart. And two... Uh, not really, but just, you know, when you when your computer starts to crash, we're back on computer talk, everybody. I got something to say to Apple. You have backups? I do have backups. Here's what's very funny about today oh. is that I thought that I was going to have it back and I had been working on that Delta Work mix or whatever. But whatever they did when they took my computer apart and put it back together, it, it exists on my computer, but I cannot export it because my computer crashes. So then I was like, oh, I'll send the file over to Michael's computer and export it on his computer. Send it over to his. Well, I tried to save it, and it won't save because it causes my computer to crash. So any anything like Premiere, iMovie, GarageBand, any editing software just makes my computer crash. So you're not doing a number tonight. I'm Well, I've edited something on my iPhone this morning that I think might be a hit. You. Do you want to let us know? I mean, this will come out after the after Fat Slut. No, I don't want because I may not even do it. What's crazy though is to think about it. It's like you at this point, you don't even need to perform because you get out there and host. Do you have eight queens on the lineup tonight? One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six. That's a lot of people. There's six. Then there's you. Then there's the well, special guest host, Scarlett Bobo. Looks are an Scarlett. And then Eureka O'Hara, China Milani, Chi-Chi. You know, we got them all. It's exciting. I love that. Yeah, you know, I was li- actually coming. looking at it and timing it out. And so you're right. Maybe I don't perform. Maybe I just walk out dressed as Delta Work. 
and I'm like, I do a fake out, a guest host. Yeah, you should just say you you could because I have the costume. I want to wear the costume. Well, just be just come out on the mic and say hi. It's me, Delta Work. I like a lot of man. Like like do the quotes, but then you don't have to like attempt to lip sync, which we know is a challenge for you. I hate it. <laughs> See, the key to lip syncing is that the timing is meant to be correct. I don't know why you're giving me so many notes on my lip syncing when people still book me for it and it's like, you're scrounging for gigs. <laughs> you're like, I invited myself to a pool party to perform at. Which one? The first one. Where you were in, you were like, well, I was going on vacation, but then there happened to be a pool party. Yeah, honey, but that was a paid gig. The first one. I love that you said that. Which one? The first one. The first one before the one in Austin. Anyway, so before fuck Apple Store. <laughs> fuck all you bitches. I hate you. Wait, I want to rescind what I said because when you just reminded me of our pool party in Austin, you slayed that cuff it lip sync. I did. Maybe I'll, uh, I can't perform tonight. Why Listen, not? You should just do a little it's because I'm look I'm literally looking at the lineup right here and it's too damn long. There you got a printer. It's too, too damn, damn long. long. It's, it's too, too damn, damn long. Have you seen sorry, I'm pulling a meatball and yawning. I just woke up. Have you seen RuPaul and Snooky on the cover of the Cheez Its? I saw RuPaul's Cheez Its and I posted it and I said every day we get further from God. I, what, what is the partnership? What do the two of them have in common? Coin. And what is, but yeah. It's just coin. It's like, this, I think I went to the Cheez-It website and it's like, celebrating reality TV. So oh. that's why Snooki is on one is and like- RuPaul's on one. And I guess the connection is like, you snack on Cheez-Its while you binge watch TV, fat. See, that is not okay. We could come up with a better plan. Do what? It. Let me hear. What? Well, hold on. Who do you think of when you think of cheese? Carrot top. Okay. I know this. <laughs> Did I get you off guard there? Wait, what? <laughs> He's got the red hair. Oh, cheese and red hair. Or the orange hair. I mean, he looks like a block of cheese. He looks like cheese. He looks like melted cheese, frankly. That's what I'm saying. And frankly. Listen, I don't get it, but I'm happy about it. I guess. The cracker made with 100% real cheese meets reality reality TV stars made with... Made of 100% realness. That's how they made it. Oh. And then, like, realness. uh Uh-oh. You disappeared. And, like, realness is Rue's thing, but I don't understand. That connection I get. But how is Snooki realness? Snooki looks good on hers. Yeah, that's Nicole. Now, do do you want this bugger? Now, we, you know what we never got to the bottom of with Delta you Work? You want these Skull Candy Bluetooth Cheez-It headphones? Not for $45, I don't. You want this Cheez-It dual wine sleeve? They really... Well, let's all buy. Uh, they, Not you getting a fanny pack! What did you want to say about Delta Work? 
We didn't get to the bottom of what the reviews of that Snooky perfume were. She was like, oh, yes, I looked it up because I thought about getting it, but I didn't. I saw it had terrible reviews. Now, that really offends me because I, currently now, I just bought a fresh bottle and it was $45. Well, you love it. It's okay. You don't all, like everyone, the things that you love don't need I to know. be the things that I I'm know, but not. <laughs> what? I, you just sounded like you were like, I'm not saying that. I didn't say that. Okay. I just don't under, I just, like, is it one of those things where it's like the the moldy kid at school can't smell the mold? Like, maybe it smells bad, but to me it smells good. Like, That's you know how saying. everyone likes their own charts? Yeah, but what I'm saying is maybe I smell bad and no one wants to tell me. I don't think that's the case. What have you been up to this week? Well, um, I, I been working. I've been working. I've been uh, working. <laughs> yes, I've been working. Also, the um, I wanted to talk to you about the Emmys. I didn't watch, and I. But you saw what happened with Quinta and Jimmy, right? Yes. What do you feel about this? It's so dumb. I think it's weird for everyone to get offended for her. Like we can outwardly look at the situation and say, for myself. Had that been me, and I was just getting my first Emmy for something, I'd be like, "Please, get off the stage." I would, I, I probably would have let him lay there, but like in my mind, I would be mad about it. But like that, we're no, not. If her. it was you and you were in drag and you had won an Emmy, oh, I would have him. I would have kicked him. You would have kicked him, and you would have screamed, "Jimmy, get up! This is my moment." Yes, but you can't. But she couldn't do that, even if the she was bit is up. not funny also, enough. That I also don't understand. What was the bit? Well, the bit. Fine. You guys want to do a bit? You bro out backstage. You're like, amazing. Let's do it. Here we go. Fine. Do your little bit. But the moment the winner is announced, the bit's And the over. audience stops. The bit's over. The camera cuts away. The camera go Like, the bit's over. Leave the bit alone. You really laid on the ground and made this woman, this petite woman, this petite black woman, step over you. Just another hurdle on her way (laughs) to the top. One last white man telling her to do something before she got her Emmy. So she, she went on his show this week. And she like you know I would have laid my ass on his desk, spilled well, his like coffee in his lap. She interrupted his monologue and came out and was like, "You're gonna give me a couple minutes to finish my acceptance speech." Um, but I don't Not know. Not good felt, enough. Like, how can you be so tone deaf? Well, uh, did they know each other before? Like yeah, maybe he thought like this course. is my good friend. Like ha ha ha, we're doing a thing. It would and be didn't fine think on her. Of the, didn't think of the optics of what this looks like. Well, it would be fine on her tenth Emmy. It would be fine on her fifth Emmy. But like this is that is momentous. And she won that Emmy for writing the pilot, which means that's before a writer's room, before a showrunner, before like all the thing that happens once the show is like picked up and successful and like turns into the machine. That means like she sat down, wrote that pilot. That pilot is what made that show become an actual show and she's winning the emmy for it and she's the creator and she's the star i mean it's like that is a momentous writing emmy moment yeah 
but they snubbed Nicole. So how do we feel? I also saw a headline. Every year they keep ripping her off like they're snubbing her. I know. I don't know. I also saw a headline that was like, well, isn't she in the same category as RuPaul? Yeah, but RuPaul didn't win this year either. Also. Who did? I don't remember, but I remember Ru didn't win. And I saw a headline. Ar- there's already a rumor going around that this year of Drag Race, this last is going to be the, like the last season of American Drag Race, which has been a rumor that's been going around for the last five years. Yeah, exactly. Um, wait, t- wait till but the then someone was like, us. "Yeah, wait until it comes." The casting call is in November, probably or something. But someone was like, um, "This might be the final nail in the coffin." She didn't get the Emmy. It's over. And I was like, "I don't think that that's how any of that works." What did they win then? I really thought they. I think Rue didn't it. win Best Host, but they may have won Best Reality Show again. Or something. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Because okay. Nicole and Rue are only ever up against each other as hosts. Right, that makes sense. All right, let's take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yep. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. Those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Trisha Paytas had her baby. Malibu Barbie Paytas Hackman 
in the house. Are you going to have a registry? I, it is my belief. That I'm not buying that baby nothing. She has a Versace living room table. Like, if they need anything, they can start selling stuff off. Um, it is my belief that that is actually the queen, and she did actually have the baby uh, the same three minutes after the queen's death. And didn't like the publicity of it and changed the narrative because the baby looks too clean. And what do those you mean clean? Looks too clean. Looks like it's been out a little bit too long. You know, when they come fresh out, they're wrinkly. They look supple and they look squished. Uh-huh. And that baby looks a little like its cartilage is starting to form. It's been out for a week. You really love, I just think Trisha is a regular person who does her best to live her life. And she already made a, t- she already made a TikTok with the baby. She already made a TikTok with the baby. Keep it cute. I know she did. Why can't she make a TikTok with the baby? I did have feelings about that though. I was like, the baby is born and is already immediately on TikTok. Yes. Zero minutes to not be. I bet she's already made an Instagram account. For the baby, and I'm sure it's already verified. It is so interesting to think about that because, like, I, that that never used to be a concern. No, like it was. But just I like, prefer celebrities when they like blur their babies' faces out in pictures and like don't show them at all. Don't bring them to red carpets. Like, let them have a little bit of privacy. You prefer it? Yeah, I don't want. I don't think that celebrity children should be in the spotlight and scrutinized. It's not healthy for them. Yeah, but why post the photo even? Just ignore the fact that you have a baby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't post it. No, but or you're bl- saying you prefer the blur. Well, I prefer either not posting pictures of your kids or blurring their faces. There you out. go. Say what you actually mean. <laughs> or have their backs turned. Like, I don't care. Just don't show their face. Mask. Put all the kids in masks. <laughs> Cover all the kids yeah. with blankets and hold them over. Like blanket, like blanket Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's, you ever been? That's why I said it. Now tell me about the punky pox. The punky pox pop on your palm. I'm not doing so hot over here. <laughs> so first of all, I got to tell y'all, I got to admit when I'm a bad person. I wanted, a, a, the first one I got was in the back of my arm all the way in. Full Same. dose, mama. Full dose. So as you know, I made a mistake and didn't go get it. And on the right day, so I had to go back again. Right. And at the place that I went to, they weren't doing the full dose in the arm anymore. They are doing the under-the-skin one. So I said, let me tell this man that I get keloids. So then I'll get the full shot, and then everything will be okay, and I'll be fine. Well, they go, okay, if you get keloids, you have to go talk to this doctor. And there's a doctor there. And he's like, can you show me on your body where a keloid is? And I was like, I'd rather not. And then he goes, well... Wait, 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 wait. You said I'd rather not um, alluding to the fact that it was in your swimsuit area? Yes. Go off. Okay. And then. (laughs) You're ah! trash. Like, absolute trash. And then he was like, okay. I'd rather not. He came around the table to, like, look, because he was like, have you ever had an ear piercing? Yeah, normally they're in the ears. Yeah, so he came over and looked, and he was like, I see a little bump, but I don't know if, like, it might just, I don't think you get keloids, I think you'll be fine. And I was like, okay. And then he saw that I had a tattoo, and he was like, you're going to be fine. So then I walk over, and he just sends me over to get it under the skin. And then the guy on the sheet, I circled other for reason 
that I need to get it. Like, it wasn't like I'm in sex work or anything like that. And he goes, okay, but here you circled others. So what's the reason? And I go, oh, well, I work in nightlife. So I'm around a lot of people. And he goes, okay, but do you have sex with men? And I went, oh, yeah, all the time. Lots of sex. So much sex. And he goes, okay, enough. That's it. No more. And then, anyway, they gave me the shot under oh, the skin. Oh, my God. People. But look at it. It looks like a fucking nipple. It's huge. Do you see it? Yes. Now, we had this conversation before, because remember, I sent you that thing that you said. I could not stop laughing after I was like, sex, yeah, all the time. <laughs> and I was like, like shaking, trying not to laugh out loud. Did it bubble <laughs> up when you got the Yes! Thing? It bubbled up. It's bright red. It itches like a bitch. And it went from being like a small little circle. It's literally like the pink is this big around. It's bigger than a quarter. You put With makeup the size on size of... Tonight? I'm going to wear sleeves, but I also don't want anything rubbing on it. Yeah. No, they people said that that happened, that it like bubbles up, it, it it's itchy, it's whatever, and then it goes away after but like a, a few days. Yeah, I hope so. Maybe you'll get a keloid right there and it'll serve you right for lying. I got to. I told you I got to admit when I'm a liar, but I, I wasn't trying to take. I'd Here's rather not. Thank you so much. I'd, ooh, I'd rather not. Um, <laughs> ah! No, okay, so... I, Wait, no, no, I was, no, 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 but what I gotta okay. say is I didn't feel bad about lying for it because I was literally the only person there that day and yes. there was like 45 people inside. Working, yeah. Working, you, but there was nobody there to get shot. So did they, you go down to the park, Obergon? Yeah, I went to Obergon Park. Y'all, go if you haven't gotten it. There's not a line anymore. It's not like that. It literally is like five minutes in and out. And if you lie, it might be ten minutes. Ooh. Um, <laughs> boop, boop. And you don't have uh, to wait 15 minutes anymore. You just get it and go. Oh, interesting. I got the third dose of my HPV vaccine yesterday at the CVS. Gardasil. Remember Gee. when we... Remember when we had Dr. Carlton on, like, the first time? Yeah. And he was like, oh, you can get this vaccine, this vaccine. And I was like, I don't think I've ever gotten an HPV vaccine. And I looked it up, and it's, like, viable for people up until 40. So I was like, I've never had it, like, the vaccine, so let me go. It's a three-part vaccine. You get one, then one three weeks later, or one or two three weeks later. Okay. And then one. <laughs> Let me see you one, two, step. I Thank love you. it when you. You get one, and then a couple weeks later, you get the second, and then like six months later, like 90, well, whatever, whatever it was. I got it February, and then I was due now in September. Yeah, that's like six months. Anyhow. Anyhow. I mean, anything else we're going to, me and Michael last night, we're talking about it, and I I was like, remember at the beginning of the pandemic when we couldn't even get vaccines, and then in order to get them, we were driving like an hour out of LA to get poked up in a, a parking garage, just a random. Yeah, I went to my doctor. I got a phone call, and then I went to my doctor, and then I got a phone call, and it was like, your second dose is available. And then the other, when I got my booster, Yeah, but we I just have shitty, we just have, like, shitty healthcare. Like, yes. we just have the healthcare that I can get as a freelancer. Like, I wish that I was able, well, unless I wanted to spend $500 a month on healthcare again. Yeah. Which is insane to me. It is. It's absolutely insane. Wait, this is what I tried to say, like, three times while we were talking about monkeypox. What was it? 
that thing. I, oh, you're amped up. That thing. Remember that that video I sent you about the people uh, from the hookup app doing the promo. Yeah. It to me. The, okay. No. So, it looks like he is a man who shaves his body and sometimes gets ingrown hairs. But this is what his I'm saying. Beautiful Rem- body. Remember, we were talking about how that Ooh. like woman in New York City got shamed. On the train because she had like yeah. a skin condition and people were like, oh, it's the monkeypox and people like filming people like that. Yeah. I feel like if I was creating digital content, which I do, and specifically that digital content was about gay sex, that I would be a little more like tuned into like, hey, does that person look like they have four big pockmarks on their body? Is it they being what? rude? I think you're being a little rude because they weren't like four big pop. I saw one on his chest and it didn't even look like a pockmark. It was just like a red, like, it looked like an ingrown hair. But tell me if like a dab of concealer would have covered that. Oh, yeah, we could have covered that, right? Right. And so you're like on set shooting a thing about bodies in a time where people are like, like, and I'm one to talk. Like, I have the most textured body you could imagine. I'm covered in hair. A coat of many colors. I have freckles. I have, like, they've started to appear these, like, innocuous um, red dots that my dad has that are, like, um, capillary. or It's something that, like, older men, like, men in their, like, 40s get. And, like, my dad and my uncles all have it. There's, like, three of them on my body. But they don't look like pimples or ingrown hairs. They're just, like, the discoloration is, like, a more of a red. We, oh, we get those lasered right off, probably. But I'm saying I have a very, and I have, like, textured, like, there's, like, a, like, I had chicken skin when I was a kid. And so I've got, like, kind of bumpy arms. Like, I have a very textured body, but it doesn't read, like, ooh, I've got a rash. Yeah. And I'm just saying, if you're making content, and that content is about fucking maybe just think about what people might think of when they look at it the thing is i watched it and i thought you were sending it to me just because it was goofy but then you were like the marks and then i watched it again and you made me look i was looking up and down his body i thought there was going to be like a big reveal like all around his groin or something and i didn't all i saw was one on his chest all right well maybe i'm blind well i am at night i gotta tell you last night all the I'm night blind, baby. I cannot drive at night anymore. I really cannot. Can you get glasses or laser or something? No, there's nothing really. Glasses or laser or glasses. something. I think I could get LASIK, but oftentimes with LASIK surgery, your eyesight is better with, with glasses. Like you have better vision with glasses. Because with LASIK, they can't get it perfect or something. I don't know. Yeah, you get the LASIK and then you add glasses on top. And you already wear glasses all the time. Yeah. All right. So I would like to discuss with you um, this person a little more. <laughs> okay, we're on to it. The Gabe. What's his twi- Insta- TikTok? The, well, maybe the we Gabe? shouldn't say his thing because everyone's like, we know who you're talking about. But... the. the I don't know the narrative of this story, but this man loves to give it to us on Tiki Talks. He loves to just let us know his whole life. He really does. Like, so we're talking about that dude who was like, 
uh, my boy, my husband told me to get out. My boyfriend, the, we had this whole thing, and we've gotten a lot of comments and messages. It's like everyone knows who you're talking about. That guy on TikTok who sort of overshares about his life. But Lonely. to me, I should we have him? On? I feel like to me, I would not. My accountant just told me that I have this huge fucking tax bill. Ah, uh, but we lost most of our money. This year, like it's fuck, it's huge. Oh no! What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Ugh, can I just pause life? Let's just pause life. It's like stop it for a minute, because everything's too much right I now. I cannot. My accountant just told me that I have this. I can't. Huge like. Listen, you know what? People I share see myself a... in him in a way that makes me very like upset. Oh yeah, yeah. Like where I'm like, oh god, that's what I sound like sometimes. But also, like, I don't put it. Well, I do put it out for the world to hear. Okay, we're done. I just feel like I'm like I get it. That's what social media is for. Like you're supposed to share, and people obviously connect to him. He's like, you know, he's talking about his breakup. He's talking about his marriage ending. He's talking about his tax bill and all that stuff. But part of me feels like. It's just meant to be fun out there, right? But then, like, yeah. remember when we when we had that uh, we, when we spoke to Gabby? Um, yes. Uh, what is their last name? I want to say Dunn, but I don't. Yes, think that's, that's right. right, Gabby Dunn. Oh, okay. When we spoke to Gabby Dunn, and they have a whole podcast about being transparent with money yeah. and being open about it, and I guess it is like good to to that. But that just to me, it felt really wild because like. Two videos prior, he's like, my husband told me I had to get out. I had to move out. And then he's like, now we have this tax bill, but we're getting divorced. It just, I I feel like, especially if there's like legal stuff involved, it's like, don't talk about it publicly. Yeah, don't put out the number 215,000 or whatever. Like, we, no one needs to know that because it doesn't make your problem relatable. Who put that number out? Didn't he say that? No, he just said it's really fucking huge. Oh, I could have sworn he said the amount somewhere because I did some digging. Oh, you did some digging. Anyway, all right, let's take a break. I'm sorry, we'll was that break. messy? Do, or do we feel? Does it feel like we're dragging him? No, because you said it. Like people are transparent, and so maybe his form of like building a community is by being open and like letting people know all that stuff. Again, he's not asking for anything. Right. So he's not- just really just like putting his personal shit out there in a way that I think makes us uncomfortable. But maybe that's like his form of being vulnerable. Like maybe he can't do that with people. It's like a live journal. Yeah, it's his diary that is uh, cool, I guess. You know what? He should start an OnlyFans. I would pay for that. Yeah. He also, speaking of textured skin, he also talks a lot about his psoriasis that he has. Oh, see, now that's good because he's getting the, the word out. Like, So why are we... Have wh- uh, this is a challenge that I'm saying on this podcast, but I should be saying it in the mirror. And it speaks to my earlier comments about um, the content which, which, with the bumps on it. Why am I so critical of what people are putting on the internet? Like, why do we feel like, ooh, cringe? Because I know people something, feel like, ooh, cringe no, about no, me. No, 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 it was, well, and no, me no, too. No. And that, no, 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 same. I, but people cringe at everything. 
I think that his is cringier because I think there's something that we devalue about people's emotional uh, vulnerability. vulnerability. Yeah. And there's something that we look at and think, oh, that's weakness. But like maybe he's stronger than us by putting his personal business out there. Yeah, because I don't know. he can literally do that and then go out in the world and, and he be can fine. Meet people. When I meet people, I'm wait, not like wait. I'm not like go watch my music videos. I bet when he meets people, he's like, follow me on TikTok. Let me yeah, if you want to know the real me. But can you imagine? So he he searches and he finds the sad song to put on his little TikTok that he he's just got recorded. them all pre-saved. He, he hits send. Upload. He like wipe and then he does this. He wipes his tears, he goes. All right, time to go shopping. And he just like walks out and like his day is fine because he's released. Or he's he grabs, like, oh. yeah, release me, release my body. He grabs his um little pad and he checks it off. He's like, did my TikTok. <laughs> did my TikTok for the day. Who? Where to go now? All no right, friends. Let's, let's me and this a, plant. Let's okay, take let's a go. break. See, then it got mean at the end. And we're back. I've got some voicemails. Look at this stuff. Listen to your latest uh, pod. Uh, Yeah, the whole Ariel thing is so ridiculous. In the story, Ariel is translucent green, and they don't mention her hair color. But back in the day, like we're talking mid-90s, 93, 94, 95, I used to date a vocals coach in Nashville. Okay. And he was friends with the lady who did Ariel in the cartoon. They were friends from, you know, the, you know, the backstage jazz in the hand, back people, uh, Broadway people. Uh, and I got to meet her in a studio in Nashville. And she literally has auburn red, brown hair down to her waist, curly, poofy, uh, and she's pasty white. So I always assumed that's why Ariel looks like that was because the girl who did the voice was like a pasty, kind of a redhead girl. It was very awkward listening to her talk because that's her. Uh, Okay, love the pod. So which came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. That's so interesting, though. You know what's funny is that I went to high school with the girl Nora Menken her dad Al Menken wrote all the music for what for Little Mermaid I think and a bunch of other Disney stuff and he he came to the school and like played for us a couple times and then I just saw that Nina West was singing with him live and I was like whoa what a weird coinkydink oh yeah see there are if you look at photos of Jody Benson from 1989 there's like you know a white woman similarity. Yeah, but, but I don't think her hair is red. It looks brown. Well, we're looking at black and white photos, so please. Well, I'm looking over to the left where there's colored images. Yes, but those are from much later in life. Okay. But I will say, looking at this picture of her face, it does have like a little bit of a resemblance to the, the, the mermaid yeah. face. Yeah. And she has a very similar jaw and chin. But I'm curious which came first. Like they were, I'm sure they were like, we're going to do the Little Mermaid. This is the idea. This is the sketch. Because 
But I know they often I guess it record the vocals first and then animate to the vocals. Yeah, but do you think I mean it's one of those things where when they were pitching it, do you think they had the characters drawn or did they pick the characters after they got the voice act? I bet they had a sketch of it drawn, but then maybe they like nudged They them. changed it. Yeah. These are this is yeah, I have no idea. But like though, you know, Pat Carroll is the voice actor who played Ursula in the original film and you know, they didn't make Ursula's based Divine. off of um uh, Divine. Right, exactly. They didn't, you know, make make that Do you know what Prince Prince That's Eric weird. looks like today? Yeah, I saw. The the live action No, one? what Prince Eric looks like Oh, no. I would like to see. You'd probably suck him off. Let me see. Is he dead? Don't tell me he's dead. You'd suck him off. Oh, yeah. And he kind of looks like, yeah. And he kind of does look like, oh, yeah. They did make Prince Eric look kind of like him. Melissa McCarthy is going to be Ursula in the live action movie. I know. Did you, you know my favorite, favorite. Uh, Little Mermaid meme is it's a picture of Melissa McCarthy with uh, cornrows and it says when Ursula steals the Little Mermaid's voice because she's black. Isn't that so good? Did you see that tweet going around that is just eviscerating the every comment about Halle Bailey being black? No. I'm going to pull this up to get your reaction. Hold on. Oh! So after all the Africans y'all threw in the ocean, y'all surprised a mermaid is black? Oh, my God. Everyone is like... I did see uh, that tweet. And she really shut it down. Shut it down. I mean... it's. I saw another one with all these other... Movies where characters in like the cartoons were originally like a person of uh-huh. color or Asian, or the the video game character was Asian, but it All was like played, played by, by white a white actor. actor I mean, and it's like, and it's just like, I don't think that we need to be going back and forth on like who's done it more, and it shouldn't be about score counting. It's just weird yes, the reaction. I completely, like totally agree. It's like if you don't want to watch it, don't go watch it. But trust me, it's a Disney film, and your and kids gonna are gonna want to watch it. Yeah. All right. I've got another voicemail. Are you ready to hear it? Another voice. Katie, and Big Dipper. Um, sorry about that last call or my last call. It was um very chaotic because I was walking up a hill, but I've regained my composure and I know what I want. Now I do want to. I do want to say this is. This this is a full three-minute voicemail, but it's a really interesting conversation. Do you want to do that, or should we save it for another time because you're on a... Yes. No, let's do it. No, do the three-minute one. Say to y'all. First of all, I love you, sloppy little fucks. I love you, crazy, kooky, wacky little fucks. Um, I just wanted to speak on the matter. I'm listening to your guys' Tuesday episode, and I was just thinking about how... I've wasted so many, like, hours and years on Grindr and Snippies and these hookup apps, and I feel like in this pandemic session, we're being enlightened and realizing that we 
put so much effort and energy into having other people be satisfied by us or to satisfy other people that we don't focus on the relationship we have with ourselves. So while I have been and had my own share of like being messy and sexy and liberated, I think a lot of my self-reflection in this pandemic is telling me that I need to focus on the relationship I have with myself, the like passions and soulful activities that I want to do. And yeah, that that includes sex, but I think that a lot of us could also focus on taking a step away from these apps and taking that ritual out of our lifestyle and replacing it with something that's a lot more in tune to what we truly need, whether it is focusing on our art or focusing on our careers or focusing on the relationships we have um, on more intimate levels that aren't just superficial. I also like want to think that Every time I've had these hookups, they've never been as amazing as the energy that I invest in myself. And sex is an energetic exchange, and I feel the energy of these people who are reckless or don't really care about their health or, like, where their energy is going. And that gets, like, that pollutes me. And I have to spend so much time kind of, like, regrounding myself and reminding myself of what energy I'm about and what I want to surround myself with. So I'm not demonizing these apps, but I think that a lot of us are using these apps as a form of escapism, as a form of like situationship, flirtiness. It creates this sexual ambient energy, um, which I think y'all were talking about. But yeah, I am so tired of like wasting hours of just scrolling and having these empty conversations with people just to nut and then log out and, you know, move on with my day. I think it's better if we as a community heal and focus on healing the way that we manage our time and energy and how we as a community exchange energy to be more intentional and more mindful so we can have a more amazing and passionate and talented and soulful community. Anyways, take care. Thanks so much. My name is Arialis Estrella. I hope that y'all are taking care and having that good, beautiful sex, not that, you know, lazy and quick sex, whatever. Thoughts? I... I mean, I 100% agree. Like, as they were speaking, I was kind of thinking about trying to, like, call back every single hookup from those apps. And, like, we've talked about most of them on this podcast. They're never that good. There's so much energy in their right that I could be spending that time on myself. But it's, like, it's procrastination sometimes. Or it's, like, a distraction. Yeah, it's interesting. I was listening to that when I when I looked at that voicemail. First of all, I hope that uh Ariel that you host something or speak something or are a teacher because I feel like you were really able to like clearly state your point and even though it was 3 minutes it, it you know it felt like yes. new and different the whole yeah, time. Yeah, she wasn't talking in circles. Um, so I appreciate that. I I I agree and I think it actually has a lot more to do uh, with just life in general rather than exclusively with sex because i know oh, for me for me i talk about this all the time like i would get three things done a day if i didn't have a cell phone you know what i mean it's like i spend my day i'm going 
Yes, answer this. Okay, GPS to this thing. Let me order food so the food is awaiting at the door when I walk into the thing so I can hop on the Zoom call to do the... It's like, because of technology, we have turned our lives into these like busy, 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 busy things where we get so many done and so many things done. And I think that perception of how we see life and how we see our tasks and how we see work, it translates over to social life and it translates over to sex. And so it's more like a thing on the to-do list to check off rather than I'm looking for a spiritual experience. Plus it's that like greedy, like almost capitalistic, like American self-serving. I like ideal around sex as well. It's just like, Oh, if I'm horny, I know I can fuck 10 people by using an app or I know I can go to a sex party and fuck a bunch of people. I know for me as a person with an addictive personality, I will binge on sex. I will like go the weekend and be like, ooh, I'm really going there. And sometimes it's very fulfilling, but other times it isn't. I know personally, I have not really in a long time had anything that felt as like good and juicy and layered and fulfilling as what they were talking about on the call. And so, like, I really don't have anything to compare it to. So for me, I'm just like, I'm always on the hunt. How was that? How was that mustache tweak? He wanted to hang out this week, but the timing didn't work out because he had to go out of town. Uh... But he'll be back over, I'm sure. But, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's an interesting thought because I think we go, well, no, like, this is actually really cool because we, like, you know, Oh, I've wasted hours of my life on these apps. Well, people used to waste hours of their life cruising. cruising. Yeah. But I think it's it's more but like... But also, what could you like do? Delta says... Sorry, go no, ahead. No, you go. What does Delta say? It's going to be better than anything I could say. Well, she always talks about, when she talks about it going to Peanuts, it's like, you didn't go out cruising, actively cruising. You just were sort of like always on the lookout for like am i gonna meet someone yeah and so you would cruise in real life you would see a person they would catch your eye and then you'd be like oh maybe i'm having sex tonight but you didn't you know some people would go out to the park or go out to vaseline alley or go out to somewhere specific to spend time cruising with the goal of you know sex good old days yeah i was not here for it so i don't know i appreciate this phone call i think shifting our thinking in this way is really good but i also think it's not just about the apps it's and sex it's about all of how we interact with technology and convenience in our life i yeah i completely agree and yeah yeah you can always cruise at fat slut which will be in atlanta georgia on october 7th get your tickets before we sell out baby i'm really excited where can people get tickets you can go to (laughs) i can look it up too yeah i was trying to send someone the link and the only thing i found was a facebook event and i was like who uses facebook no just if you type in fat slut atlanta tickets it brings up well, go to Fat Slut in Atlanta. Go to Fat Slut in Atlanta at ticketweb.com. All right, let's take a break.
And we're back. Yo, whatever uh, happened to uh, taking loads in hotel room guy? Like, did he, is he okay? Did he get monkeypox? Did he stop taking loads because of monkeypox? Or did people stop? giving him loads because of monkeypox. I wonder how his Excel spreadsheet is looking. I feel uh, like it's worth a follow-up story, you know? Goodbye. <laughs> you really got me, Gal, on the ending. Goodbye. That was funny. Yeah, I like that. So, so you, what you, you were talking about two different people. Yes, um, one of them spreadsheet. I'm. I have no idea, but I have the update on spreadsheet. Oh, great! Why don't you give the update on Breed La Come? I don't. Well, I think seventy five loads. They seventy five loads guy did change their name from Breed La to I think their real name or a, a Ali stage name. They didn't stop the cum dumpery they did get monkey pox i do not know if the two were related um i think they were he said he said that he like did a cum dump in san diego and then one in like houston and then shortly after he had monkey pox how many people do you think he possibly could have spread it to well the nice thing about him is that he is so public about everything yeah. so everyone who i'm sure went to the cum dump then saw that he had monkeypox and they were like oh i gotta check check myself out for monkeypox yeah. but the we talked about this caller on the show um because there was some image of him circ- circulating of him at the gym and people were saying, oh, oh right. he's back at the gym before, you know, he's been actually f- cleared for monkeypox or whatever. And there was like some of that public shaming that I was doing earlier in the episode Yeah, and, about again, like, and he with, commented, oh, I've been cleared. Yeah. As long as their doctor cleared him. But then again, in the, I don't know. It, it, for self-preservation, why would you not just wait to post anything about being out in public for another week or two after? Instead well, of being call, like, well, we back out here. Call our TikTok friend in San Francisco. Everyone uses the internet in very different ways. You're right. You're right. I know plenty of people who got monkeypox who just disappeared for a little bit and then reappeared. Yep. And that's what I think the best way to do it would be. But then arguably other people are like, well, I learned so much by people having a very public story about their experience with monkeypox. No, no, no. I guess what I mean when I say disappear. No, 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 I, no, no. no I don't mean like disappear fr- from the Internet. I mean, like, don't post when you're like out. Like, don't give people a reason to question what you're doing. Right. Don't go to the gym when it's been like four or five days after or. Or go to the gym if you've been cleared, but then don't post about it and then get upset when people are like, don't you have monkeypox? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. So I think if there's a, anyway, next call. All right. This one is in three parts for you. Um, And for our listeners, this is so you can really understand the evolution of what it's like to leave a voicemail. So I'm going to do this backwards. So I'm going to play what they considered the final version first, and then I'm going to show you how we got there. Okay? Okay. This is... I'm sloppy drunk on my toilet. 
But Albert Watson, Sade, No Ordinary Love, that is Underwater Realness music video. Brilliant. Goodbye. What? So I think this was in reaction to our conversation about, about The Little Ariel Mermaid. Underwater. And so saying, go watch this Sade music video. That's what. That's where where they wanted it to get to. Uh-huh. I'm sloppy drunk on my toilet. Starting with I'm sloppy drunk on my toilet. These were the two voicemails that came in first. I'm sorry. Sade and Albert Watson served underwater realness with no ordinary love. <laughs> and that then one they were like, I would consider better than the the last one, but I think they were like I don't know that there was enough context there. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. So then they 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 change it, and then this is where they started. I'm sorry, Albert Watson and Sade with "I Gave You All the Love." What is the, what's that song? Wait, how do you fix this? <laughs> And then it's silent ah! for 30 seconds. How do I fix Wait, this? Wait, how do I fix this? Oh my god, so good. Yeah. So, um, I guess we should look at that Sade and Albert Watson song. That's... Wait, how do they have the bubbles going? Oh. from Lizzie McGuire when she's in Rome. Actually jumped in. Say that. Okay. Took my love. You okay, took yeah. We're done. Um You're done. You're done. Yeah, that was cute. Next call. That's it. Wait, that's it? Yeah. I really in the mood for chicken parmesan. That does sound good. I was uh, really in the mood for fried chicken yesterday, but I like could not decide on a place to get it from. I ordered twice to my house yesterday. 
I've done that before. It did not feel great. Well, that's why you got to do the big order. I know. Order it once, just didn't. Once. But I was like, what? Like I was like, oh, I'm gonna do like a salad and a juice, and I had like a really nice lunch, and then I was like, girl, let me order some cake. You ordered cake? Pie. How much of the pie did you eat? I ordered from Pie Hole, so I got some pies, and then I got a shepherd's pie. How many slices of pies did you get? I got three. And how, I got a, And what else did you get? I got a shepherd's pie, I got a hand pie, and then I got two dessert slices. Okay. Well, Michael's out of town, so when he's gone, I normally start eating meat in the house again. But then, so I ordered really nice barbecue. It mm. came. I smelled it. And I think because I haven't eaten, like, red meat in a while, something about it, I don't want it. Uh, so now I have a full rack of ribs just sitting in the refrigerator and like a half pound of brisket sitting in the refrigerator. I ate all the sides. I had a wonderful time with my mac and cheese and other sides, but I can't eat the meat. Right. So that sucks. I know. I and love it was expensive to eat the meat. as hell too. And I thought I wanted it. And then I got there and I sniffed it. I even took a bite of the brisket and then immediately spat it out. Wow. And was like, that tastes gross to me. And it's not gross. Like, I know it's good barbecue. I've ordered from there before. So it's like, my body doesn't want meat. Well, there's all your body. Or at least that meat, I guess. I don't know. You know, there's always, there's an evolution of what it means to be a human and how we consume things. Yeah. And sometimes we turn into um, vegetarians. Uh, No, I could never give up shrimp. Or yawning. Yeah, baby. You jealous yeah, of my yawns? You jealous of my yawning? Um, I want to go see a film in the theater. Which one? I don't know. I just want to have that experience. I haven't been in the movie theater in a long time. I think the last time I saw a movie in the theater was Zola. Huh. The last like movie I saw in a theater was... Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, triple- you went fucking recently. The AAA Girls thing. Yeah, but was that was that, like a screening. That was like a screening, but it was yeah. still like a movie in a theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where I got to sit next or near Monet Exchange and tell her, you're really filling out those pants tonight. You're really filling out those pants, Monet. Wow. Well, thank um, you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod or our personals at Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter or Spiciest Meatball on Instagram or The Meatball Queen on TikTok. Don't forget to also follow Mom Podcasts wherever you can follow them, including YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, for all the latest updates. And subscribe to Mom Plus. You'll get fun stuff like me, Alinda. Um... <laughs> Goodbye! To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper... And Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.